Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave, and welcome to day 34 of Grace and Suffering. And AJ, we are continuing on in the miracles section, which I know is one of your favorite sections. It is. It of, is. Of this whole I said, thing. Yeah, I'm hoping this will be, these will be a little bit easier podcast to record, but we'll yes. see. Um, so th- today's topic is healing. And obviously, the obvious healing that we want typically is for an illness to be taken away or um, some burden that we're experiencing to just be resolved, mm-hmm. you know, miraculously. Um, but what we want to focus on today is a little bit more um, around other types of healing. And so while I certainly wanted Jeff to experience a full physical you know, healing of ALS, I know that during his sickness, he had an opportunity for other types of healing, emotional healing, um, maybe healing within relationships mm-hmm. and just in general. Um, oh, the other one, this is a big one. There's, there's healing and forgiveness mm-hmm. um, and not just forgiveness. Like if I forgive that can heal me of the burden of, of feeling, um, you know, anger towards someone, but it's also healing to whoever it is that we forgive. It's really interesting because and I've talked to a number of people where when they are entering into a diagnosis or a situation, something inside of their heart gets stirred up that was left unreconciled. And right. often, as you're suggesting, it's it's forgiveness. And, and so they have to work through that, especially if it's someone that they put in a box that they don't want to forgive right. or that person has passed away. And so helping them uh, work through all of that is really, really important. And, I, and I, can I tell a quick story? Yeah. So a spiritual mentors program that we do, we watched a video last month and it was about a lady who was in an accident. I don't remember the type of accident and she became a quadriplegic. Diving accident. Was, is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. And, oh, that's that's when you gave us. And so that story is, do you want to tell the story? You no, probably... you tell it because actually Lisa's the one that found it. <laughs> okay. So the story is like, um, She's quoting Jeremiah, I believe, and how the Lord says that he has plans for us to prosper and to do all of this stuff. And she's like, well, how could that be true if if I just got in a diving accident and now I'm a quadriplegic? And then she began to realize that what the Lord was talking about was not our bodies, but our souls. And I was like, you could hear a pin drop in the room because it was just, this is like a real life story. Those are the best. Mm-hmm. And and that realization that God would and could use her being a paraplegic to bring about his glory and to help her soul. And it really helped her to realize on a daily basis that she needed the help of God to make it through that day. And isn't that true of all of us? Yet we can have this sense that we can do it on our own while things are going well mm-hmm. and, and, and the world is just moving in our direction until we get smacked with something. Right. And it doesn't have to be necessarily a physical suffering, but just anything in general that stops us and creates dissidence. Uh, then we begin again to realize our need for God. Right. And I do love that story, too, because yeah. she was 18 years old when she had the diving accident. And yeah. this was in the 80s. And this video was from years later and what she'd learned through that process and, mm-hmm. and the courage that she had to not only live at that moment at 18 years old with her life being turned upside down, but to, but to live a full life after that. And she's know? continuing, as we said in a prior episode, to witness right. the movement of God in her mm-hmm. life as a result mm-hmm. of that. That's the super duper value, meaning power Absolutely. of the whole thing, right? Absolutely. Because she could have just shut down. 
Yeah, that is that's a great example of spiritual healing, and yeah. and you know we, we all I think we all need some spiritual healing to some level. Amen. And so I'm not saying that you know I I want more suffering so that I can heal more spiritually. <laughs> However, um, when suffering comes my way, I'm going to try um, very hard to look at it from that perspective. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to experience all those emotions and everything we talked about at the beginning, but I hope I'm going to be able to get out of them a little faster. Yeah, I was telling the women this weekend. This past weekend, and also in my homily, you know, I think part of the when when Jesus is Lord of our lives, and we have this hope and this trust that is beyond understanding, um, it allows us to say things like, "Okay, well, if I were diagnosed with cancer again, you know, would I be okay with that?" And I go, "Yes," but then just like you, I go, but Lord, I'm not asking. Right, exactly. There's a little caveat, right? And it's not what I want. It's, it's not, not what I want, but it's my relationship with God right. strong enough to know that he, you know, is my eternal hope, even if that healing of right. physicalness doesn't come home. And I think, you know, just by virtue of all of the, all of the uh, things that have happened to me, which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think are that bad, Right there's been a lot of spiritual healing mm-hmm. that has resulted. And I think the biggest spiritual healing is just a greater trust in God, a greater understanding of all of the things uh, that he laid out about how we're supposed to live our lives, that those things are true, even if they're hard, that, right. you know, that draws us into deeper relationship. Well, and I think it's easy to, to have a little bit of healing spiritually or emotionally or as a result of forgiveness and then if something else comes along, you're like, I was just making progress. <laughs> now this is happening. You know, I, I thought I was following your path, God. I'm so confused. Um, but I think part of the healing, the more depth we receive in our spiritual healing, like you were saying, the easier it's going to be for us to get out of that initial, now what, <laughs> you know, right. feeling. And to, and to look at, if we can look at how much we grew from the last time, you know, we kind of had a curveball thrown at us or whatever's happened, then maybe that helps us. And, and we see the benefit that came out of that. Maybe that helps us a little bit the next time something happens. I think it's interesting because God doesn't want us to just walk on our path or the path. You know, he wants us to really, uh, there's a little bench on the side. He wants us to sit and be with him and enter into deeper, more intimate relationship with him. I can't say the word intimacy enough because it is just like so super important. Our whole faith, if you get right down to it, is built on a God who wants intimacy with his people mm-hmm. in the most. And and just think the greatest form of intimacy Jeff is is in right now. Right. Be a vision. Be, where, where he wants for nothing. Right. That's, that's intimacy, yeah. right? right? Everything in you is satisfied. Right. Sounds pretty good. And I think the other thing to focus on a little bit in today's episode when we're talking about healing is who are the healers? Mm. Um, obviously, that you know, we think of doctors. Doctors mm-hmm. are healers, and that's who I—that's who we went to first. We're like, come on, doctors, you know, figure out what's going on with Jeff, and let's figure out how we can fix it. Yeah, um, they can't always fix it, and this particular episode is focused more on the fact that we can all be healers. We can be healers for ourselves, and we can be healers for other people. What do you mean specifically by that, AJ? Meaning that if I'm in a relationship, for example, using if if we have relationships that that need healing, I can be the one who steps forward and makes the effort to try to perform that healing. Mm -hmm. And you you said something earlier that I wanted to comment on and I forgot, but 
that's a perfect example. When we go through, you, you said, when we go through suffering, sometimes it brings to light some of the things that's happened in our relationships that we maybe want to fix. And I was talking to someone recently, they're experiencing that. They're, they're um, facing a very difficult health challenge with not a good prognosis. And this person has come to their mind that they had a wonderful relationship with, but then something happened and they just haven't been able to have that relationship or quite frankly, even be able to talk to each other. And I know she's struggling because she wants to mend and heal that relationship, but that it may not be possible to see that person and to actually physically get with them and heal the relationship. But I think we can work on healing that, if nothing else, within our own prayer life and with God and by praying for that person, whether they ever know it, and just asking God to be with that person and to let them know um, that if forgiveness is needed in that situation or if um, you know accepting their forgiveness is what's needed in that situation. You have to be okay with that too. Oh, absolutely. When yeah. you're talking about forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. You have to be okay with whatever is available to you because right. at the end of the day, it's honestly, it's you reconciling your heart with God right. about in that, in that, I mean, and however that happens in a true and meaning, meaningful way is perfectly okay. All right. It doesn't have to be, I, I say, Hey, I'm sorry to you right in person because that's not often not even possible. Exactly. And so it's okay. And you can reconcile yourself to God um, and have that forgiveness for that person without them ever knowing it. Right. And you also mentioned sometimes that that person that you want to, you would wish you had healed a relationship with may have already passed and you feel like, oh, it's too late. I love, it, it blows my mind, but I love thinking about the fact that God is outside of time. Right. So I have a, a past, present, and future, but for God, he sees all time. So it really is never too late, even if that person has passed, to pray for them or to forgive them or to accept their forgiveness or whatever it is that's needed uh, for that healing. Yeah, God draws all things to himself. And, and speaking of healing, um, right now I'm in a class on uh, healing. And so it's all about praying for other people and asking for God's healing because he can heal. And it doesn't mean, as we've discussed in prior episodes, that that's what he's going to do. But there's something beautiful because we've been anointed right and god says that he can work through us to do powerful things and so there's nothing wrong with praying Absolutely. for healing i think sometimes we're we're afraid of that because well if it doesn't happen then yeah it might not happen but our disposition and our belief is what's important and 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 if we do that i think it's really quite beautiful in fact it happened on the women's weekend right we were praying for for someone i don't even remember what it was but god put it in my heart to pray for that and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And then someone got in before me. And right. in that 10 seconds, I was trying to talk myself out of it. Mm -hmm. And God said, no, you're not going to talk yourself out of it. So I prayed for that healing right. and, you know, hopefully God will grant that healing right. for that, that young, I think it was a, a child. Right. Um, and, right. and that would be awesome and amazing, right. but we shouldn't be afraid to ask for that healing, but we should also not be upset or discouraged if um, his divine providence is something other than that. Well, and I think um, <clears throat> you, you, you raised several good points that, you know, kind of close out probably today. And that is that one um, part of us being healers is to pray for other people. Yes. And it related specifically to physical healing. When we pray for the healing of someone, it can be the physical and or the spiritual. Because yes. Yes, <laughs> God can. knows better which one is needed more right. and which one is going to happen. And, and even, and I'm going to make this even simpler. So if you can't be with whoever it is that you you want to um, help, 
you can still pray for them. You don't have to physically be present with them or even be able to call them or talk to them on the phone. But if you're, if you're encountering yourself or someone else who's dealing with the suffering and you don't know what to ask for, or you don't know what to do for someone who's suffering, just listening, just being present. If that is possible, um, that is a form of healing as well. Absolutely. Would you like to close some prayer? Sure. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we just ask that you always help us to look at healing the way you look at healing. You understand better than we do what healing needs to take place and move in us to help us see the places that we can participate in that healing of other people and of ourselves. And we just ask that you constantly remind us of the ultimate way that you have healed us by granting us salvation and the opportunity to be in eternity with you. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Bye.